This Japanese urban legend centers around a certain school in Japan. It wasn't the only school to be supposedly haunted. The reason being that there was a time when Japan needed more schools, but had nowhere to construct them due to the limited amount of land available, so they decided it would be best to build them over ancient and forgotten old cemeteries. Soon enough, rumors started to arise that those schools were haunted. At this school in particular, people claim that if you venture onto the grounds at midnight, on the 15th day of the month, there's a definite chance that you'll see and hear weird and unsettling things. For example, it was claimed that the statue at the front of the building would follow you with its eyes, the number of steps to the main doors would change, and the list of odd things gets stranger and more horrific as it goes on. In this specific middle school in Japan, three boys and a girl decided to investigate whether or not the rumors were true. Michiko, Shinichi, Takashi, and Hiro met up at midnight near the entrance. Once they all gathered, they went up towards the school gate and jumped over it since there was a chain with a lock preventing them from entering. They safely entered the premises and strode with bravery towards the main entrance doors. They stopped at the statue on the way up to the steps and checked if it really did follow you with its eyes. As they passed by, the only thing they noticed was that it was looking to its left. What did I say? It's all just a stupid urban legend that isn't even real, Shinichi proclaimed. We still have to check some other parts of the legend, so don't say it isn't real yet, Hiro stated with amusement. He had been looking forward to this day for a while. He was a big fan of urban legends, and he wasn't going to miss his chance to live through one. I doubt it, said Takashi. You do know urban legends aren't real, right? Don't crush his dreams just because you're scared, Michiko snapped back. They all then turned and made their way further onto the school grounds. The next thing was the steps that led to the main entrance. It's said that when you go back down, the number of steps should change. They walked up and counted 13. They walked down the steps, and to Hiro's disappointment, it was still 13. Looks like that one isn't true either, Michiko shrugged as they all approached the door that would give them access to the inside of the school. Let's not give up hope yet, Hiro muttered. Shinichi groaned in annoyance. Why can't we just leave? We already proved two of them weren't real. Everything else is probably going to have the same result. Ah, don't tell me you're just scared like Takashi, Michiko chuckled. Shinichi scoffed. Of course not. It's just ridiculous we broke into our school in the middle of the night just to prove this urban legend is real. While you guys argue, I'll be going inside, Hiro stated as he entered their middle school. Wait, how did you open the doors? Takashi asked as he followed Hiro in. Weirdly enough, it was already open. Maybe the ghost foresaw our visit, Hiro responded. The school had an eerie atmosphere, unlike its usual cheery mood during the day. 
they made their way to one of the laboratories for the next legend. It's said that if you turn on the faucet, instead of water pouring out, blood would take its place. Hero excitedly turned on the faucet. The rest were pretty sure it was fake, but looked on in anticipation nonetheless. The only thing they saw was water rushing out like it normally would, and the disappointment that quickly filled Hero's face. There's still one more to go, Michigo tried to keep some hope. Hero put on a determined face. You're right. He led the way to the final part of the legend. The bathroom. The legend states that if you enter the last stall, a rope will come down from the ceiling and circle around your neck. This time, as they approached the bathroom, there was a definite feeling of tension and nervousness in the air. This was different. All those other parts of the legend were harmless, but this could potentially end someone's life. Once they finally made it, everyone seemed to stay still. Even Hiro didn't dare go inside. Michiko groaned in annoyance yet again. I'll go, since no one seems to have the nerve. Let's just get this over with so I can go home. As she began to enter, Hiro took into account the time just to make sure she didn't take too long. It was currently one in the morning, but it certainly didn't feel like it as they were all wide awake and fully alert due to the feeling of fear that had crept in over all of them. A few tense minutes passed and Michiko finally stepped out. What did I say? It's all just a stupid urban legend. Everyone seemed to let out a breath of relief as they figured out there's nothing paranormal going on around the school. Even though Hiro was disappointed the urban legend was fake, he was glad Michiko was in one piece. They all decided it was time to head back and go to sleep in their homes. The school friends happily chatted all the way outside of the school until they went their separate ways. The next morning, the boys each received an unexpected phone call from Michiko's mother. She sounded worried, but the boys didn't understand why she was calling. That's when she clarified her intention. Michiko was missing. She wasn't in her room when she checked in the morning. A certain dread filled Hiro's body. Why was she missing? They saw her go back home last night, so there's no way she could be missing. In the end, they decided to tell their parents about their little adventure in the hopes that it could help Michiko. Their parents contacted the principal of the middle school and held a meeting with all of them. Once at the school, the principal demanded an explanation. What were they doing at the school in the first place? Of course, they explained the situation, but noticed something strange. The statue that was looking to the left was now looking to the right. How could that be? Last night they clearly saw it was looking to the left. Out of curiosity, they counted the steps. There were 12 steps, not 13 like last night. Something weird is going on, Hero said with a note of terror creeping into his voice. He explained what they had seen to the parents and the principal. They looked doubtful, 
but went along with what he said in case they could find Michiko. They next decided to check the laboratory. Instead of finding an empty sink, they found a sink with dried blood. In a weird way, the legend was coming true, and Hiro, Takashi, and Shinichi feared the worst. They knew what it meant if the last part of the legend was actually true, but they were still hopeful that it was not. They all rushed to the bathroom as soon as Hiro explained the last place they went to. With anticipation that they would find Michiko alive, they burst into the bathroom. They checked every stall, and then they reached the last one. Michiko's mother let out a terrifying scream as she saw the scene before her. Poor Michiko was hung from the top of the bathroom stall. Her lifeless body swung from side to side. Her face was pale, and her eyes were open with fear. Her throat was cut all the way around and her body was soaked with her own blood. Most of the blood was on the floor, marking a dark red pool. Additionally, all of her internal organs and intestines all seemed to have been painfully ripped out of her body, and they all sat neatly in a pile in the toilet bowl. The principal immediately called the police. Michiko's mother was a crying mess. Takashi seemed to be in a state of shock and backed away from the scene. Shinichi kept repeating the same words over and over under his breath. It can't be. It, it can't be. Hiro looked on with horror and noticed the watch on Michiko's wrist. It was stopped at exactly one in the morning. One question remained. If Michiko was dead as soon as she entered the bathroom, then who was the person who came out?